Welcome to Straight Out of Savannah, Talking with Tammy, a podcast that showcases people you may not know who are choosing to use their gifts to inspire and move the planet. much for joining us on Straight Out of Savannah, talking with Tammy, with my guest. He is going to let you know exactly who he is and what he get away. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me, Tammy. It's a pleasure. I'm Jamie London Walbert. My pronouns are he, him, his. I am turning 32 shortly, and I am a queer and differently able transgender man. I identify as a very spiritual person, a spiritual Jew, and my experience spans across many walks of life, all leading really to the same purpose, which is my sole purpose of helping others to cultivate unconditional love. And I believe that when they cultivate unconditional self-love, that we are able to love all beings. So that is my life's work, and everything that I do must anchor into that. So the main focus that I have right now is Tranibus and Tranibus Chi. Tranibus is my lifestyle work where I have my cooking show, the Tranibus Kitchen, and that is a revamp from my college cooking show uh, even after I went to culinary school. And the other side is my, my healing work, which is Tranibus Chi, where I use the combination of Tai Chi, Qigong, and cannabis to really help communities build upon their own healing, empowering them to heal themselves. And that combination directly helped to save my life uh, throughout all of my ailments. And so that's really the core of who I am and what I do. Uh, like anyone else, I identify as a, we're all divine beings and we all are multifaceted. And there's many labels one can put on me, but ultimately I'm a human. Yes, that is powerful. Life. That's powerful. Um, share how you got there. I mean, how did you decide to combine the cannabis and the healing? That is so interesting to me because cannabis is healing and I'm glad that people are finally recognizing that, but how did you get there? I mean, what made you look and see that, you know, cannabis was healing for one, you know, because there's still a stigma on it, even though everybody knows that it is one of the most amazing plant healings that you can have, but the stigma is still there for some people. The place where you said, you know, I'm going to do this thing, you know, because it's not like a, uh, something you go to school for, right? <laughs> no, no, it's not. I mean, I, uh, whoop, there you go. I, um, no, I, I did, I've taken, you know, a certification online kind of thing, but ultimately that's no, that's not what I feel that I went to school for. Uh, you know, honestly, I've, I've made peace with the fact that within my childhood circumstances, uh, as a teenager, I was really actually against cannabis. That was how I was raised. I was, I was seeing that as a added component to um, things that I believe to be drugs that are, that can kill you, which cannabis cannot. Uh, and so I really didn't have a positive outlook. And then when I was 19, I started using cannabis for the first time because I was 
it was after a party and I was nauseous and I saw how much it helped with my nausea. Um, but even then I was subconsciously using it for healing for emotional and physical benefit, predominantly mental health. I had a lot of anxiety and depression, but it wasn't actually until um, I suppose a little under seven years ago, I became one of the first 300 legal medical patients in New York state when it became um, legal there to do so. And I realized that I was, at the time I was totally bedridden from all my ailments. I really couldn't do anything at all. And I was desperate for something to work. So this was my point where I was like, okay, I'm gonna utilize this medicine, but New York really didn't know what they were doing. And so uh, that was a very large part of why I moved to LA. And I decided that if I was going to be here, that I needed to input myself in an industry, I needed to learn more about the plant, how I could heal myself, and if I could find a way to help myself in any regard from someone who was in 10 out of 10 pain and suffering, um, suicidal ideation, you know, 24-7, 365, to someone who is now an aliveness, you know, and really loves life and, and manages my pain and no longer identifies with suffering. Um, that's a huge shift, right? So yeah. I came in and I started to get myself into the industry, educating myself, and I started to find healing in the plant. And then it was really actually, um, I got properly diagnosed with something called persistent postural perceptual dizziness, which is a very new um, term disease that is a multigenetic disease that's similar to vertigo, where essentially, uh, this is rather poetic, your whole body is fighting to be in alignment. So it's oh. like we have these endocannabinoid systems that are built in our body to help align and have synergy and balance within our body. And my body wasn't getting this balance. So once I learned about the endocannabinoid system, I said, oh, I can focus on this. There's something here to help me. And I have fibromyalgia and a bunch of things. And this doctor said, you have to get moving. You can't continue to be, you know, bedridden on and off, and you need to reduce your stress, sent me back to physical therapy. Physical therapist happened to be from Hong Kong, happens to have the tradition and knowledge of Tai Chi and started to teach me. And I didn't tell her, but I was using cannabis before and after our sessions to manage the pain that I was undergoing and or experiencing and the nausea as well. And eventually she saw how much I was improving, I saw how much I was improving, and she suggested that I get certified to teach. And that's when I had to tell her that I was using cannabis because I felt like I owed that to her. And I saw that there was no one using it. She supported me. I got certified. I learned that, you know, both cannabis and these martial arts that have all rooted in China, not even that far off in the grand scheme of time from each other, that they were probably always used together. And I made peace with it. I said, this is my authentic truth. It took me from someone who was someone no one wanted to be like, to someone who found themselves, had an awakening, transition, had aliveness, you know, and I managed my healing. And being someone who does happen to you know weave through different boxes of marginalized groups i can't directly relate to everyone from this time but i can relate to a lot of people and i find that i feel confident within my experiences and my love that i provide and my services that i can welcome anybody and so i wasn't seeing people of really any healing modality 
within cannabis specifically who is utilizing this and also holding space for those who are of all walks of life. So I teach people who are seated, who are standing, who are laying down. So whether you are someone of a person with disabilities, whether you're someone who is of any walk of life where you haven't felt loved, accepted, and worthy in a, in a healing setting, particularly fitness, um, you're for me and I'm for you. That's powerful. <laughs> Woo, I got goosebumps when you, when you were saying that because... That is so needed in the world, you know, especially now, you know, with all the things that are going on and all the things, you know, and all the trauma that people have had. And to be at such a young age, that is super powerful, you know, because a lot of us, it takes 40s before you begin to even awaken to the level that you are. And to be able to help other people and to be able to blend the, the cannabis with the Tai Chi for healing, that's huge. That is huge. Is there anybody else doing that since you started? Not that I can see. And certainly no one who has, you know, a, as a person of trans experience with, you know, um, and also a person with disabilities and things like that. Like, no. But I, even when I started, I had really not heard of anybody. I mean, there's a lot of yoga with cannabis yeah. um, and I love yoga, but I, I don't feel confident within doing yoga anymore. It just doesn't mesh well with my health stuff. So I, what I do is I take components of yoga and practice that people love that resonates deeply authentically with me and my practice. And I work that in ways I do that is predominantly really with just chakras. Um, because I am extremely aware and mindful that in this lifetime, I am a white man. doesn't matter that I'm trans or any of these things. I need to be respecting these cultures. I'm not here to solicit or take from a culture. I'm here to honor a culture oh, that has cool. saved my life and that is authentically within me. And this is a gift that was bestowed to me by what I believe is source and the ancestors to provide for people and to empower people. I'm not better than anybody else. Um, there are people who have a lot more training and experience than me. I'm just here to be me. And I don't know how to do anything else other than be me at this point in my journey. So why would you want to? This is, I don't. So, you know, this, this is really um, a huge piece of what I'm here to do. And I've been very blessed that people are receiving this, uh, at least to this point, to my knowledge, in the way that I am providing. So I don't tell people I'm not better than other healers. I'm just, I do what I do and I am who I am. And if you're someone who felt these ways or had these experiences, then you can work, then I'm, I'm the one for you. Like I'm someone who will promise to the ends of the earth that everything else around me drops when I'm working with someone and with my class, mm -hmm. period. That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you see, I'm looking at you and I'm wondering, do you see yourself um, certifying other people to do what you do? Is it something um, on your radar? It's something that has been brought up to me. It's something that I have thought about from the content, concept of, I love so deeply and so tensely within this and what the possibilities are for people that I want as many people to have access to this as possible. 
And so when I think about certifying other people, I think about that possibility. And, um, and at the same time, I contemplate whether I feel I have the right to. Um, I, I learned from people who was, you know, of, of their culture and um, I don't, I don't claim that I have the, the right, um, you know, in this lifetime. That may be, you know, may not be important to some people. Mm -hmm. I just, it's not something I fully have um, come around to understand. And I, I will not do anything to dishonor this with intention. So I have to be very intentional, absolutely everything that I do. Um, within my practice, I keep it as authentic and traditional as I can within the yang form. That's what I've been training in um, so far, and there's many different forms. Uh, when it comes to, you know, other other people I've worked with, they have expressed to me that actually it, it wouldn't, I don't know that it wouldn't be not worth it for them to do it, but they have no desire seemingly to do Tranibus cheap. I'm not the one who's doing it with them because they feel that it's something about me and my essence um, yeah. and my energy and my gifts. And I have to honor that as well. So what I am contemplating a lot is, especially within the realm of virtual reality, what is it that I need to do and can do in order to meet as many people as humanly possible? That's awesome. Where do you see yourself going with this? I mean, where do you, what is your vision for it? Uh, I see a vision of me in part traveling the world or being able to really access the world and empowering people and showing them how they can heal within themselves within my support as much as possible. Um, and I also tell people this isn't a magic pill. A lot of people ask me, what is it that I'm doing? How did I get to this point? They all wanna know. And I'm like, it's your wait. I know you're waiting for one thing, but it's not like notice how even this thing of is Tai Chi, Qigong, and cannabis is three things and the power of three, and that is still one piece of who I am and what I do to to be the being that I am. So um, yeah, it's it's much more expansive than that, and I'm going to do the best that I can. But this is a this is simply a piece of my larger vision. Right. So did you have the support of your family in this endeavor or is that a thing? Uh, well, I would say more, <laughs> more yes than no. Uh, I wouldn't say that I felt unsupported so much as um, I wouldn't say that I felt enthusiastically supported initially. I think that they're coming around to it. Um, they're starting to acknowledge that I do have power, but my love, my, and not, again, not when I'm using this term level, I'm not saying a better than or less than just like where I'm at in my journey of spirituality yes. does not remotely match where like 99.99% of my family are. Um, so it's, it's you like, this is a very, this is spiritual wellness. And yes. um, although anybody of any walk of life can come in. Like I'm very mindful with my language to ensure that I'm not having people feel um, isolated. I even change around some slight terminology to make it that much more accessible because everyone, uh, whether they're atheist or, or agnostic or Buddhist or Catholic, like whoever and however they identify, 
I don't care if you're purple and polka dotted. I love you and you're welcome in my sessions, <laughs> in my classes. I love, I love that purple right. and polka dotted. I All just right. don't. Let's talk about this awakening, the latest mm -hmm. one. Because we were talking before we came on and I, I really, I wanted, I want you to share that because I know that um, our listeners will get something from that. And I know that people that are looking and that maybe in this process where they are awakening, um, share about a little bit about that. Sure. Uh, well, I will say that there is never per se a predictable way to have an awakening. And there are certain things that you can do that will assist. Um, one of those things that I have found that's very practical for me in my healing journey is working with psilocybin. Uh, I predominantly microdose, and so that is actually what I was doing when this occurred for me. Uh, it was, I think, to, by tomorrow, I think it'll be three weeks to the Saturday. Uh, I was uh, healing with the fungi spirits uh, with a very small amount, only 0.5. And I proceeded to have a 10-hour journey, which is, um, for anybody who's listening and knows about psilocybin, especially microdosing, it, that's, that's rather unheard of. Um, to my understanding, that's a very long amount of time uh, for especially very small yes. amounts. And mm -hmm. a lot of people think you need to macrodose in order to have this level of experience, and, and you do not. I can assure you from experience. Uh, I channeled in 17 pages of writing um, having to do with things spanning from uh, an equation for the universe and reprogramming the universe to unconditional love, or rather re reprogramming humans to back to our soul origination of unconditional love, um, as well as uh, a lot of affirmations for the universe and what I was telling you about the universe wanting us to play and to enjoy life and to be at ease. Um, that pain is real in our human experience, but that suffering is a choice and that the universe is just waiting for us. Like whatever anybody believes in, uh, that entity or, or non-entity uh, somewhere inside you, if that's what you believe, is waiting for you to acknowledge this and to simply choose it because we all have our own perspectives as yes. being human beings, we're human computers. And that's simply what it is. Like when you're disagreeing with someone, that's just them having their perspective from their lived experience. Yes. So absolutely. wouldn't it be beautiful if we could come together? And I want to be clear that we can and we are. I feel the shift happening and I hope that you do and the listeners um, oh, yes. and as well, sure. where we can have these listen, this active listening and calmly have conversation about what our perspectives are and, yeah. and really make the effort to see the other person's perspective. Mm -hmm. And this is as complicated or difficult or easy as you say it. It's that simple. It's that simple. Just say it. Right now, my mantra is everything is easy. Does it mean that I am experiencing everything at ease every second in that moment? So far, no. <laughs> and I am still embodying this, and I still believe this, and I still know it's accessible for me. And I will say that since I have started to use this as a mantra, that a lot of things are becoming 
and experiencing easier for me. Things that are small and things that are big. Um, and again, those are my perspectives on what they are. You know, I'm going to take everything. It. I'm going to please. Yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> I think that's amazing. Um, I had another friend that she said when this virus came, um, she got this mantra dropped in her spirit. I am immune. And so she said, I'm immune, I'm immune. And she told her parents who are in their 70s to say that, I'm immune, I'm immune. And they have, and none of them have gotten it. And I thought, that is powerful. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm so, I'm so excited um, and grateful just to be having this conversation with you, Jamie, is um, almost everything you're saying, I'm getting goosebumps because it's like, I feel all that so strongly and it's like, it's so time. I, and I, I almost feel like this virus was one of these things that had to show up in our awareness so that people can have these shifts because it's time. It's way past time, really. You think about it. Um, something I was going to ask you. So as time goes on, do you see yourself opening up to new awarenesses, new realities? Um, do you even also experience time travel? I, I'm not time travel, I'm, what do they call it? Astral travel? So um, yes, I think I'm starting to, and maybe. Um, so uh, the, so, Yes, I um, ultimately, to my known awareness, my ability of astro travel or projection, uh, I find I've what I'm coming to realize is I've likely been experiencing it for some time. And I wasn't quantifying it as that because the way that other people were explaining their experiences to me um, yeah. didn't sound like that. And so I, I immediately wrote that off, which is like such a human thing to do, like how sweet. Like we do this to ourselves all the time. We determine that because our relationship with something or our experience is slightly different from someone else's, that yes. it's not somehow the same thing, but it is. Um, I believe in the quantum. I believe that we have all these dimensions, how many there are, who knows? Uh, I don't know that, you know, I'm sure someone knows, or even fact, I would, I believe that we probably all know. I have this belief that we are all knowing um, in the sense that we just all know what we know at one time. Like there's over 8 billion of us. If we all knew everything at the same time, like that'd be really boring. Uh, and I don't know how we would have any growth or progress. We wouldn't transform. Right. So I, I believe that I'm starting to dip in and out, particularly during meditation, particularly during um, microdosing with psilocybin. I notice it when I'm practicing um, Tranibus Chi. There's, uh, in fact, a particular form called heaven and earth. And I don't really know what it is about this form. But when I do this form, it's a Qigong form. And when I do this, I just often go somewhere else. I, and I just like, I don't even know where I go because I don't even see it. Um, that was all of them, right? The astro projection, travel. What was the mm -hmm. other question? Did I answer it? 
<laughs> You're good. Yeah. Because yeah. I think about that as well. Because I, yeah, I used to spend a lot of time out of my body too. <laughs> and I had to um, learn how to come back, you know, and stay grounded. And I think that a lot of times our experiences make us do that, you know, and, you know, depends on how you grew up and what was going on in your life and, you know, the things that were happening and you, you just learn how to just leave, especially if you um, have been through this in many lifetimes. And so let's talk about that. You mentioned yes. that um, my you've been um, many lifetimes a healer. I believe so. Um, I've, I've been told by different healers at this point, and I'm, I'm still uh, diving in through healings and learning more every day. But I've, I essentially believe that my soul is thousands of years old um, in a particular healing called a QHHT healing, which is quantum hypno healing therapy or quantum healing hypnotherapy. One of those. Um, and I... <laughs> I discovered that I, uh, and I, and I truly believe this as I believe we all are like I, in terms of my relationship to source, I believe that I originated from the heart of source. Um, and that's to me that healed a lot in me with all my lives, because I have always been told that I'm too much and I'm too loud that people are not ready for my love, that I love too strongly. And when I received that in that session, I was like, whoa. I mean, when I came out of it and I re-listened to everything, I was just like blown away. I was like, this is, this makes so much sense with why I love so strongly and deeply. And I now honor and understand that people can receive my love because we're collective and whenever they're ready they will find me and i will oh, be wow. here ready to love them yes that is powerful that is okay so we can end on that <laughs> that was amazing um i'm just mm, my god i'm just blown away um i'm loving your heart for service um, and I can feel that you are an old soul. And I believe that's why I reached out to you because I could see that. I, I thought you were way younger than you are, <laughs> but your soul is what attracted me, you know, to you. And I know that that is what everyone else is going to see when they are listening to this, um, this interview. Um, what now? Are you in a relationship? Very single. I'm in a relationship with myself uh, right now and very proud of it. I, I'm incredibly loving and I really would like to be um, at a space in my life where I feel enough alignment that when I go to love someone that they are really receiving me at my most um, evolved self. It doesn't mean that I'm waiting forever. Uh, you know, or that there's gonna a particular day on the calendar. I don't, I don't believe that that's how that works for me. Um, I just know that I will know, 
and um, I'm a very big lover. I'm a romantic. I look forward to being um, in relationships, and I'm definitely someone who, like, well, I want family, and I want that, and I've always wanted that since I was really, really young. So I can see that. You know, it's it's gonna happen. I've actually in that QHHT session, I um, quickly passed through a life where I was at my wedding. Awesome. Um, yeah, and I was wearing brown shoes. <laughs> and that was like what I remember about it. Um, and so, you know, I know that at some point, at least, uh, I was married and apparently there's a spirit connecting with me in my apartment that is an ex-lover from a time when I was in Egypt. Um, so I've, I'm very old and I appreciate very deeply that you caught that in my soul and that I, and that I, I, um, you know, we found each other. It's, I don't believe any of this is accidental. Oh, I don't no. at all. No. I don't, I don't believe any, anything is. I believe that everything is intentional. Yes. All right. So what we're going to do now is you're going to share with the people how they can connect with you. If you have any programs or anything you want to share, this is the time. Sure. Um, so I am I'm on most social media platforms. Uh, for Tranibus Chi, it's easy. It's streamlined. You can just look at me for Tranibus Chi. Uh, it's with two ends, so you just take trans and cannabis and you put it together and and then you put the sheet and there you go. Um, and for trans is a little more complicated. Um, on Instagram, you can get to all of them though. So you can go to Tranibus Lifestyle on Instagram and you can check out my website, which also has all of the above things, which is tranibusg.com. Uh, my show that live streams the Tranibus Kitchen is every Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, that streams widely everywhere, so everyone can see that. You can also watch the replays. I offer a lot of services within my schedule of Tranibus Chi, everything from private sessions and full classes to guided meditations and affirmations. And I offer a lot of free um, services as well through Clubhouse. So any of you Clubhousers, I'm there. You can go find my club, which is the Matrix of Spiritual Wellness. And then I have another That's where club. I found you. <laughs> yeah. Because I was trying to think. I was like, you know, you know how you think, well, how did we even know? But mm -hmm. yes, I was in your room. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. And then yeah, the and other I club. club is could you um do you cook with cannabis and that is with um i co-founded that with chef nicole hines of faded living and we meet on tuesdays at 6 p.m we highlight a different chef now um, or a person in the space every week it's super fun uh, and that's at 6 p.m pacific time on tuesdays that is awesome all right i am so excited and i appreciate the connection i'm so thankful that you Took up the opportunity to join me here on Straight Out of Savannah talking with Tammy. Um, this has been life changing. I mean, at at best, um, I got so many goosebumps and so many aha moments when I was listening to you talk because to hear somebody so young and so evolved is refreshing. It really is. It, it is refreshing because there's so much going on in the world. And to hear somebody that, you know, definitely has stepped into their awakening and is living their purpose, can't beat it, can't beat it. And congratulations, Jamie, thank you so much. And I feel honored and privileged to be able to 
be in the same space with you. Thank you so much, Tammy. Honestly, it's received and reflected. And I hope you'll do me the honor of allowing me to uh, have a private session with you virtually for Transmiss You sure can. <laughs> I really all right, so thank y'all for joining me on Straight Out of Savannah talking with Tammy and with my guest, Jamie Wahlberg, correct? Jamie London Wahlberg, yeah. Jamie London yeah. Wahlberg, yes. He has been so amazing. This young man is one to follow. Make sure you follow him on all of his social media. Um, all those details will also be in the description of the podcast, so you'll be able to connect with him if you are ready or when you are ready. And uh, I appreciate you watching or listening. Thank you so much. Bye now. I know you've been blown away with the amazing Valley here today. Now go out and inspire the planet. And be sure to send us a message when you're ready to come talk about it. I'm straight out of Savannah. Talking with Tammy.